All right, what's going on, everyone? This is Christian here on the podcast this Wednesday, and I'm here with Jay Money. You want to say what's up? Yo, what's up, everybody? How we doing? Doing pretty good. Hopefully, everyone's doing pretty good there, too, listening right now. Um, had a great time last week on the first podcast with you, so we're hitting every Wednesday with a lot of, a lot of great things. And uh, last, year was about, uh, last week was setting goals, which is always one of the most important things. And so even if you have not yet listened to it, I would highly suggest you go back to the episode we're setting goals with Jay Money and uh, it was really good. I've applied some of those those actually those principles that he has uh, set on the podcast to mine. But today we're going on why consistency will make or break your success. And we know we talk about it all the time, Jordan, you know, everyone's like, hey, be consistent, stay consistent. How long do I need to be consistent? Like is six months enough? Is a year enough? Is 10 years enough? And consistency kind of looks different all shapes and sizes. And it's also like, well, is there a a balance of like, oh, I'm being consistent enough and I don't see results. Do you need to change something up or, you know, stick through it? So I'm going to let you kind of uh, lead the way, man. Man. Yeah. I love this topic. This was, this was awesome. I'm really, really excited to talk about this um, because I really believe that um, like nobody stays the same. Um, I really, truly believe that we are either growing or we're decaying. Um, you know, you, you hear a lot of people that they just kind of want to maintain or they want to, you know, you know, just kind of stay the same. They kind of, they're, they're really comfortable in their life. They're comfortable in their, their circumstances. And that's, that's kind of their prerogative. Uh, me, I would tell that person, well, you're actually, you're actually decaying. And the best way that I, I can kind of think of or best like analogy I could use is if we think about our money. So if I took, you know, $5,000 cash. And I just stuck that, you know, in my house in the safe and I didn't touch that thing at all. 15, 20 years down the road, that $5,000 is not going to have the same value that it did today, more than likely after inflation. And of course, always depending on, on, uh, what our uh, value is for the dollar. But, uh, if we look at the past, our past would tell us that in, you know, in 15, 20 years, that $5,000 is not going to have the same value today that it does in the future. So if we just hang on to, to our skills, we hang on to ourselves, if we hang on to, um, you know, the circumstance that we're in, and we just try and stay there, in my opinion, um, the world is going to out outpass you, they're going to outpace you. Um, and you're, you're not going to be worth the same in 15 years than you are today. If you aren't doing something about it, you're going to decay. So sure. I think it's a great topic to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm like, I'm already ready. Like, Hey, how do we not decay? How do we keep growing? You know? So. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So there's really kind of three points I wanted to hit on uh, today. Um, so we're going to talk about becoming your environment. We're going to talk about building momentum and we're going to talk about betting on yourself. So um, the first point uh, becoming your environment if you look into very many uh, books that talk about like how to build habits or, um, you know, there's a couple of books I would highly recommend. Everyone should definitely read Compound Effect by Darren Hardy and The Atomic, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Two amazing books. If you want to try and get jump started on doing something new in your life, if you're trying to, um, you know, create a new habit or get rid of something that's been a detriment to your life, those are great books to start with. Um, that give you some practical examples of how to begin to develop those habits. Um, but when we, when we think about the, our surroundings, our surroundings really dictate um, where we go. It really dictates um, who we become. And um, if you were to think of like an apple tree, like that's the best thing I could probably think of. <laughs> if, you, if you take a seed, an apple seed, 
and you place that apple seed in a place where the soil is rich, where it gets plenty of sunlight, uh, where it, and it gets water, that tree is going to flourish. That tree is going to produce a ton of fruit and um, you know, it's going to be able to provide. But if you take that same seed and you were to plant that, that seed in soil that's extremely rocky, uh, that gets very little water, is in the shadow of a, a big building, never gets a lot of sunlight. If it produces fruit, it's not going to be very productive. It's not going to uh, give you the results that you want. And the same is true for our lives. And so if we, if we focus on um, asking ourselves some questions, um, we have to pay attention to what we subject ourselves to. So, um, you know, if, if I'm noticing in my life that some things are going on um, that are leading me down a dark path, I shared on the last podcast that, um, you know, when I was doing my reflection from last year, one of my biggest traps that I fell into was drinking too much alcohol. So if, if, I'm, if I reflect and I see that that's something that is leading me, you know, not to the right, the, down the right path, then I need to do something to, to change that. I need to begin to change my environment uh, that puts me in a place where I can flourish and I can be productive. <clears throat> so begin to take inventory of your life. Um, and so Christian, like I would, I would ask myself, I'd ask you, um, you know, what, what are some things in your life that, um, that are going on uh, in terms of like who you subject yourself to, like who are your closest friends? Who are you spending your time with? Um, do they uplift you? Is it an uplifting time that you're spending with that person? Or is after that, that uh, you know, after you get done hanging out with that person, do you just feel like crap? Like, are you yeah. uplifted or you feel, feel like that person just sucked the energy right out of you? Yeah, no, I so, love, I, yeah, I love that. Can I go real quick? Just in talking about absolutely. environment, just asking myself that question on the podcast, like being 21, I think it's really important who I surround myself with. And so it's crazy. The environment that I surround myself with now, Jordan, are all these guys, even guys like you who are consistent, like they are pursuing, they're growing, they are challenging me. Um, they keep me accountable. And so that environment is, I guess, the, like the first example, he said, I'm kind of like the apple tree planted in the best situation, the best environment, where there's going to be rain, there's going to be sunshine, it's going to be planted right growth, and it's going to produce, you know, quote, unquote, the analogy of great fruit, you know, whereas in high school, I, I, I couldn't say the same, like I wasn't in the best environment, the people around me weren't necessarily consistent. And so because they weren't consistent or willing to grow, like, therefore, I just kind of, I guess, decayed started fading away. Yeah, you know, that's, that's so true. I think if um, like what we feed our, and this is exactly kind of what I'm talking about, but what we feed ourselves, um, I mean, that those are the nutrients that we take in. So whether we're talking about food, whether we're talking about a TV show, whether we're talking about music, whether we're talking about, uh, you know, what we're learning or consuming, all those things have an effect on our mental growth, our spiritual growth, our physical growth. And so um, if we're constantly feeding ourselves crap, and you know what? Are, what do we think we're going to get in return? We're mm -hmm. going to get crap. And yeah. so um, I always I tend to notice like the more that I hang out with guys that love investing and they love you know investing in the stock market, the more I am stirred and um, my my desires are to invest more money in the stock market. The more I hang out with uh, you know some of my buddies from church and we start talking about faith, like the more my my affections are stirred for my faith and the more that I want to continue to live my faith out. So um, it's, it, it, if you begin to kind of take inventory, like I'm saying, and, and begin to 
evaluate the time that you spend, the people that you spend your time with, um, you're going to see a direct correlation to who those people are, uh, what their interests are, and what is exciting you or interesting to you in that moment. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. So we're, we're taking inventory of our life. We are, we're asking ourselves about the people, our closest friends, you know, whether or not they're good influences or not. Uh, the second thing I would challenge people to, to ask themselves is, and, and this is applicable for everybody. I think, I think a lot of times we kind of get in this mindset where, um, all right, this is kind of for somebody that's younger trying to figure their life out. But um, I've, I do this constantly. Um, you know, granted, I'm, I'm 28 years old and I could be considered young to, to a lot of people out there, but, yeah. uh, to, to maybe you're following Christian, I'm, I'm an, I'm an old fart. So, um, you know, I think it's, it's very subjective, but if we're trying to grow, we always need to be, you know, constantly evaluating these things. So second thing I would say is, uh, ask yourself, what kinds of things are you feeding your mind with? What books are you reading? What podcasts are you listening to? What, uh, what types of music are you listening to? Um, do you find yourself after you, you know, watch a, a really depressing movie? Does that, you know, take you to a really dark place? You know, if you watch, um, maybe it's maybe it's even ESPN. Some of the stuff on ESPN, I'm not super thrilled about anymore. Mm. But maybe after watching something like that, it it really turns you off. It gets you in a really poor mood. Or maybe you're you're a big news watcher, and all of the crazy nonsense that was, you know, being put on, you know, Fox, CNN, CNBC, like you know, does that stuff uh, fuel you? Does that stuff give you energy? Does that stuff, you know, begin to affect your mind positively or is it negatively affecting you? Is it negatively affecting your emotions? Is it negatively affecting what you're learning about our world? So um, that's the second thing that I would say uh, that people need to begin to take inventory of. <clears throat> and then the last thing I would say to take inventory of, and this one's really convicting for me uh, personally, is what do you do with your spare time? So for me, um, I found during my reflection time that I was spending my spare time watching TV shows, watching movies, uh, you know, consuming, consuming alcohol or whatever your vice is. Begin to ask yourself, you know, are you just watching TV? Are you just watching movies? Are you just consuming your vices? Um, or are you doing things that are going to help your future self? What things can you do in your spare time that your future self would thank you for? Um, so begin to think about some of those things. And I know right now it sounds like I'm saying you got to get rid of all fun. You can't watch movies. You can't watch. Hey, come TV. on, Jordan. Like, I want to watch. Some, I want to <laughs> watch my Vikings, bro. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that's not all what I'm saying. Like we all need to enjoy our time. We all need to blow off steam. You know, that's not at all what I'm saying, but if we take inventory of our spare time and 100% of our spare time is allocated to the things that um, are our, what we tell ourselves we're blowing off steam for, or what mm -hmm. we're going to, re, you know, to release stress. And we're finding that 100% of our free time is spent, uh, doing those things. Then we're really not blowing off steam. We're really not, you know, decreasing stress. We're just avoiding, uh, doing hard things. And yeah. we just want to be comfortable and lazy because that's who we are as, you know, naturally as humans is, uh, is we tend to be lazy. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes sense. I'm thinking like, you know, kind of reflecting back to my spare time. There's definitely some moments I'm trying to decrease that as much. I think there's like a, I like what you said, like what's best for you, like to, to grow you. And sometimes having that relaxation, you do need rest periods and that will grow you. You can't, I mean, 
you can't just say, oh, I'm going to rest and I'm never going to grow. Well, like if you actually never sleep, like that's actually where you recover. So it's finding that balance for sure. So I liked how you said that. We're just like, hey, not just 27 work because that's not healthy either. But then, yeah, like in your spare time, for sure, it's just kind of like reflecting, okay, what am I doing today that's going to allow me to, to improve on my success tomorrow and in the next five, 10 years and stuff. So yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, man. So, and I, I love this saying, and I got this from one of my good friends. He mentored me for a long time, discipled me. His name is uh, Josiah Jones. And he said, you know, if you're not happy with your life, then it's time for you to change your playground, your play toys, and your playmates. And I, I love that saying. It's so um, just simple. Like if, if you are not happy with where you're at, if things are going wrong in your life, then it's probably time to change the environment. Maybe it's time to change some friends. It's time to change your playmates. It's time to change your play toys. It's time to change the, the, the things that you do. Um, you know, for me, maybe it's time for me to, to not, you know, not drink as much right now. You know, I, I need to, I need to um, fast that, get rid of that for, for a while so I can gain back control of that. Um, you know, it's time to change the playground, time to change my environment. You know, I, so now I, it, it doesn't make any sense for me to go to some of the really nice cocktail bars here in Kansas city. It doesn't make sense for me to go, um, you know, to a, a brewing company with some of my buddies. Like if, if that's going to put me in a place that is not a good environment, that's going to cause me to stumble that I need to change my environment. Because again, the whole purpose of this is for me to be able to stay consistent and be able to produce fruit, be productive, um, and be impactful in my life. And if I'm planted in a bad area, bad environment, I'm not going to be productive. I'm not going to be consistent. I'm not going to be able to produce the fruit that I want to produce. Yeah, no, I love that. It's definitely well said. It's a good statement by Josiah. Um, I've, I've heard that from him before for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's challenged me in many ways. And yeah, so it's like aligning these three things, the, just some three points you've talked about. It was like, yeah, it is. Consistency is key. It really, you know, helps you. But I think you answered some of the points where it's like, where do you start? You know, how do you become more consistent? I think everyone says the word mm-hmm. consistent and they throw it around like a trash bag. But people really don't understand, like, how do I become consistent? Um, and real quick before we sign off, is there something like a, ta- a tangible example or some stuff in your life that because you've done these things, it's helped you become more con- uh, consistent? And then maybe like an example of like, whether it's like a new uh, a new, you know, a business friend or whether it's a house or a car you got or something along those lines or whatever goal you got because you were consistent, Jordan. Yeah. A couple of really good questions. So, um, the book, uh, um, the compound effect by Darren Hardy, uh, there's a principle he talks about in there, which, uh, it kind of leads, leads into that, this next point of building momentum. That has been so key for me, um, for me to stay consistent at something. So a lot of times, like, like after take, you know, doing my self-reflection, kind of getting my um, inventory of my life, finding out all these things that I need to improve on or I need to fix, um, it gets overwhelming. Like, I'm like, holy cow, like I haven't worked out in, you know, six months. I've got, you know, t- this week I'm working out seven days this week. I'm going to eat like you know, uh, an absolute, you know, fiend. I'm going to, I'm going to only eat, you know, salads, all protein <laughs> yeah. and salad. And that's it. Like, I'm never, I'm not going to eat junk food. And you just like try and cut everything cold Turkey. And then, and then you also take inventory. You're like, man, my spare time stinks. I'm, you know, I'm watching way too much TV. I'm not reading anything. I'm not challenging myself to grow. So I'm going to, I'm going to read like three books this week. And so we, we bite off way more than what we can chew. And our body goes into shock. Like, man, this is so uncomfortable. I can't keep up with this. This isn't, this is impossible. 
we get three days in and we're like, oh, screw it. I, I haven't done anything this week. I might as well just go back to the way, you know, things were. Mm-hmm. And that is so, that's even more unproductive. It's like, we're, we're doubling down on our environment when we do things like that, because yeah, we're doing, good. we're not doing anything to help us change. So um, Darren Hardy talks about um, the big mo building momentum. If you think about, you know, if you're pushing a car, um, like getting the car to start moving, if we, if we put it in neutral, um, in order to get the car moving, that's the hardest part. Mm-hmm. After we get the car moving, then it's a lot easier to keep the car moving. Uh, what else happens when the car's moving pretty good? What can you not do very easily? You can't, can't stop, stop it. it. Yeah. That's right. So if we, if we can get the car moving, and start small. Like it, when we first start moving a car, it's not going to be going 10 miles an hour right off, you know, right off the bat when we start pushing it, it's going to start at one mile an hour, two miles an hour. And as we continue to push and it has the momentum, it's going to gain speed and move quicker. So the best thing that I've ever seen for myself, like tangibly that I've been able to do for that, uh, it pertains to like my workout goals. Um, you know, if I start small with that, if I just Uh, like one of my goals this quarter is just to work out three days every single week. That's something I can commit to something that's easy for me. If I can get in 45 minutes to an hour, that's, you know, I will check that box as far as like I did a good job. So that really helps me, you know, build that momentum um, for me and something that is attainable that I can consistently do. And then last thing before we sign off, um, we have to bet on ourselves. So, you know, first we, we need to, to know that we will become our environment. Secondly, we need to build momentum. And then thirdly, we need to bet on ourselves. Um, the best investment anyone can make is not a stock market deal. It's not a small business. It's not um, anything monetarily. It is literally yourself. If, we, if you can focus on uh, just learning, investing in yourself, challenging yourself, that is where you're gonna see the most production. That's where you're gonna see the most return on your investment. But what a lot of a lot of us do is it gets it gets hard. We can't mm-hmm. keep up with it, you know. It, it and we we either try and overdo it or we we just give up because you know it's it's something that's hard. The hardest person to lead is not someone else; it's yourself. Mm-hmm. And so, the better we can get at investing in ourselves, the better we can get at leading ourselves. Then the more we're going to be able to really accomplish. Um, and the the best thing that I've been able to see for that one of our values at our company is excellence. And the biggest difference between excellence and success is success can be achieved momentarily. Success is something that can be seasonal. You can have a really good year this year and a terrible year next year. You can have a really good sales week this week and a terrible week next week. It, it can Success is cyclical, but excellence, excellence is something that's a habit. It's a, it's a choice. Um, you don't, you can achieve success without excellence, but you cannot achieve excellence without success. So rather than focusing on success as being your standard of consistency, uh, it needs to be excellence. And so excellence can be defined by your activity. You know, what are you doing? If you're in a sales role, um, what are you doing right now to help your sales funnel grow? Um, if you have a really good week, sometimes you just a deal falls in your lap. You can be successful without having those daily disciplines um, that you're doing consistently to help build your sales funnel. Um, so I, for us, that's something that we hit on really, really strongly is, um, 
you know, excellence is a, is a major core value for us, um, you know, being a sales organization at Apollo Insurance. Um, so that's something that we hit home a lot on. And the moment that we begin to focus on our successes and our failures is the moment that we stop per, uh, pursuing excellence. Mm. Yeah, that's really good, man. I love that. Love that you said that. And, uh, you know, bet on yourself is always one of those scary things, you know, it's oh, like, yeah. do I go all in with myself? And cause it's like, well, you don't, you're afraid to fail, but like, what else is better than investing in yourself? I think of it like real quick before we end is like kind of like your house, the house is the foundation. So betting on yourself as a foundation, everything in the house is, is there because you have a house to, to allow it for those things to be in there, like your TV, your bed. But if you didn't have the house, you just have a bed out in the street, right? It wouldn't, there'd be no point of it. So like everything that flows from within, right? Everything that comes with all these things that you can touch that's tangible comes from your mindset, your heart, and the determination that you have. And so I'm 100% a full believer on betting on yourself, investing in yourself um, as much as you can, because that's where the knowledge comes from. And that's where you're able to, to make deals, to follow dreams, um, encourage people, mm -hmm. all those things like that, for sure. Yeah. 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 One last kind of note to that is um, the moment that we feel like we've made it, the moment that we feel like we've, you know, climbed to the top of, you know, whatever mountain it is, whatever goal it is you're trying to accomplish, the moment that we feel that and we begin to take our foot off the gas and we begin to put our feet up to relax um, is the moment that you lose out on the benefits of the journey. Su success in my, or excellence, in my opinion, is less about the destination and way more about the journey mm, i love that all about the process that's good stuff jordan well until next time stay woke guys <laughs>